Welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world in Australian accents. No matter how many times I say that, Brad refuses to add that line to the run sheet. This is episode 218. We are recording live on Friday, the 11th of September, an ominous date, 2020. This episode, we are talking about Kingdom figure sightings before the line is actually even released. Uh, there's some new there's some new ratchet figures around. I'm going to say ratchets. Hasbro's ratcheted it up a notch. Uh, there's a new masterpiece Starscream coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, you get a ratchet, you get a clank. And there's a new masterpiece Starscream coming. All that and more coming up in this week's episode of Australian Transformers Weekly. Thank you for joining us. This is Australian Transformers Weekly. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, uh, sort of getting to the point where it's kind of as per usual, we have Bradley Bradley coming over from uh, Perth and Max coming from Adelaide. How are you guys? Doing good. I nearly, uh, I, I nearly, um, <laughs> I, I nearly, I nearly sort of went maybe a little bit too overly familiar and I was going to say, how's it going, boys? How's it going? I might be slight. Yeah, g'day, mate. How you doing, right? Yeah. How are you doing, Cobra? Yeah. Yeah. Australian Transformers Weekly with the boys. With, yeah. with the boys? Australian. Yeah, yeah. yeah the boys. <laughs> it's, gone, it's gone well early. Uh, it has been a few weeks since the last podcast. How are you going, guys? What's What's been happening? Bugger all. Yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, at least none of us are in lockdown, right? That's true. I think we are probably in the three states that are okay. New South Wales is teetering, but um, New South yeah. Wales, I don't know. Thanks a lot, guys. I, I really appreciate it. I think uh, I think <laughs> WA only just recently got acknowledged as a state that contributes to the country by the Prime Minister. We're like, yeah, we've been telling you that for a while. Western Australia is like fully ready to just pull out a hacksaw and lop off the rest of Australia. We've pretty much done that uh, figuratively. We just need to do it literally by putting explosives along the border and just... <laughs> <laughs> Can you just do it when Clive Palmer's nearby? Uh, I'm not making any promises. We don't want yeah. him isolated with us. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's true. It could go either way. Um, yeah, no, it's been, look, it's been... It has been a busy few weeks for me. Um I have been trying desperately to get my Quintesson pit set into the country. I finally managed it this week. Uh, anyone following me on Twitter or Facebook, excuse me, that's, that's my dinner repeating because I ate in a hurry before this record. Um, anyone following me on Twitter or looking at my posts in the Facebook group will have seen that I do have the Quintesson Pit of Judgment set, which is not yet released to the public. Um I managed to import it from Hong Kong where it was on sale for uh, Toys R Us for uh, one weekend only in July. And it has been bouncing around freight forwarders in Hong Kong ever since. Um, oh. But that's, it's, it's been an interesting experience trying to get freight out of Hong Kong to Australia during a pandemic. Um, not one that I want to repeat. And Hong Kong has, Hong Kong has resumed EMS mail services to Australia. Uh, which was the main problem that I had in July. I couldn't actually post anything. I had to use couriers. So there's a there's a there's a few options for for getting your hands on it. Um, we did run a raffle 
for the for the set in the uh, in the Facebook group. Uh, the tickets were all sold out yesterday, and uh, we will be announcing a live we'll be announcing the winner on a live stream soon. Which actually does bring us to something that we should talk about before we get into the news of the week, which is that uh, TCCA's membership is back. Um, Club, club is sort of under new management this year. Simon, Chris, and myself have taken the reins, and so we've been just getting a few, getting a few ducks in a row, running a few raffles so that we actually get some money in the bank so that we can produce the merchandise we need for memberships. And now we're ready. We've printed out our, we've printed collectors cards. We've got our um, faction logos, and uh, we're all set to tackle memberships for the year. Uh, response, response has been really good. We've been. We've been really heartened that um, people are people are still renewing their memberships. The club's sort of been a little bit quiet for the last uh, sort of last twelve months or so, and we're really glad that people are actually coming back and uh, renewing their membership. So we have signed up over fifty paid members so far this year. Uh, um, that's that's a really good number for us. We weren't we weren't expecting to actually get to that. So. Uh, uh, it's time to bring back those feels, which are which are very familiar if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. Which is that uh, if you if you like what we do, if you if you want to support us, or uh, if we've if we've helped you find a figure that you wanted to find, or if we've given you some news that you didn't know, uh, and you'd like to support us, please head over to the club's website. That's transformerscca.com, and you will find information about signing up as a member. Membership this year is ten dollars, and you get access to a few interesting get access to a few interesting services on the side besides the uh, besides the usual membership uh, stickers and stickers and faction logo. So uh, we will help we will help you to do what I've been doing for the last couple of months in trying to get my quitters on pit of judgment sets from Hong Kong to Australia. Uh, so it's a it's a very daunting it's a very daunting thing trying to order things from overseas and move boxes around when you're not actually in the country. So uh, it's been a bit of an adventure, but we're ready to help you out if you if you're looking for all of these exclusives that aren't aren't coming to Australia. Uh, then yeah, give us give us a yell. If you're a, if you're signed up as a member, then um, we will give you access to our freight forwarding service. We won't forward your freight for free because like that would be commercial suicide. But uh, yeah, we will we will let you use our freight forwarder and give you a hand along the way. So um, yeah, that I, that is the membership proposition for this year. Not not the freight forwarding, but it's more a case of uh, like if you if you like us, if you like what we do, um, please support us. We are also donating ten percent of revenue, not profit, but revenue, uh, to the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne. So that means if you see us do a raffle like we did for the Quintus on Pit yesterday, where we sell eighty tickets at five dollars each. Uh, you can tell that that's four hundred dollars revenue, and you can tell that that means forty dollars to the Royal Children's Hospital. So, uh, please, please, uh, you know, like I said, if, if you like what we do, if you want to support us, if you want to support uh, our our giving to charity, uh, please sign up for membership. Now, with all, without all, with all, without further ado, I think it's time we talk about some Transformers. Sounds that was, good. That was, that was, do you know what? I can't actually snap my fingers. So, um, thank you. Yeah. What? No, I can't do it. I, I, the, the skill the skill escapes me. I just don't know what to do. I can tra I can transform MP MP44, but I'm not going to take lessons on how to click my fingers live on a podcast. I think <laughs> I'd rather click my fingers than spend four hundred dollars on. A Actually, no, I spent more than that, so I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move 
move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? All right, let's bring it. Let's bring in the news stream because we do have some. We do have some new figures to look at and some unannounced figures as well this week. Uh, Hasbro. Hasbro has been the leakiest of leaky ships in the last few weeks. This is actually actually an interesting thing to talk about um, once we sort of get past the actual leaks themselves. So we know that Kingdom is the next uh, the next series of figures that's coming out after Earthrise. Earthrise uh, Earthrise does seem to have disappeared a little bit at um, at retail. It's uh, we we got Wave One. We've sort of got some of Wave 2, and who knows what's going to happen to Wave 3. Uh, so Earthrise is not even finished yet. Kingdom's lineup has not yet been announced. We have a name, but not much else. Uh, and so it's really interesting to see that there's a number of figures that have leaked out. Let's just say they're factory specials. They've landed in the hands of some YouTubers, uh, as you can see from this screenshot here. This is from a, a, Tonton, uh, a Tonton video about Kingdom Rat Trap. Mm. And now... Um, so Rat Trap, Rat Trap is going to be a deluxe deluxe class beast like beast like figure. So there's the saying the, the the saying or the the rumors for Kingdom are that the line's sort of a 50-50 split between G1 characters and Beast era characters. Uh, there'll be some time travel at play and all sorts of shenanigans going on there, which explains how the Transformers that we love in our current day uh, go back in time and meet the Beast Transformers. No word on whether or not they're huge or small or if they'll just sort of forget the um, the downsizing aspect of the uh, of the Beast Wars. But um, so we are looking at we are looking at Rat Trap here, who of course transforms into a rat. Um, this is a deluxe class figure, and uh, he's um, he's somewhat faithful, let's say, to his original. His original uh, animation design from Beast Wars, possibly, yeah, like up, updated a little bit with a, a bit of modern engineering and uh, and design practices. But uh, there you go. Now, um, Bradley, is that the is that the the rat trap that you have in front of you there? Yes, Sharon, it is. Sharon, so in fact, I remember. I, I remember now. This is not a deluxe. This is a core class. So he's tiny. Yeah. Um... This is, I mean, I really like the rat trap from Generations, but the only thing I didn't really like was, uh, we can see in the picture here, his beast mode ears are just sort of like in his eyesight. And this new toy, I saw, I've seen the um, the beast mode. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, this looks like a McDonald's value meal toy. Just... Well, it does because he's quite small. Yeah, so core is the new legends class. But look at the articulation that they've packed in there. He's got board joints good. on the ankles there. Yeah, yeah, like for by the legends. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I've so got there's five, um, there's five views of the same pose from different places. <laughs> in case you want to animate them into a matrix, uh, matrix bullet time shot. Yeah, I've got um, I've got the original Beast Wars rat trap, I've got you know, the generations rat trap. And so like what we were talking about earlier, like, do I want a third, you know, do you want a third Optimus Prime this year? It's like, do I want a third rat trap? <laughs> um, Tom's also placing that to a next way Netflix Bumblebee, which is not out yet as well. But um, that's just, that's just showing off now. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
It's just he, he's, a little, he's a little bit smaller than the small deluxes from the uh, the War for Cybertron line, and th so there's the there's the uh, there's the beast mode, the, the rat mode that you were talking about earlier, Bradley. So, like, he's got a lot of visible panels. And I kind of feel like these have the the, the beast mission, the, the beast figures in Kingdom might have a similar problem to the Masterpiece series beast figures, which is that their their beast modes are sort of a a, a mess of panels that all sort of line up into the shape of roughly the uh, the animal that they're uh, they're referencing. So like this, yeah. this looks like a like a bit of a fragmented rat to me. Well, the, yeah, um, it's like the idea that it has to be accurate, um, yeah. irrespective of how that impacts just the quality of the figure. I think you have to sacrifice a bit of accuracy with robot and beast modes in order to get a working engineerable, that's even a word, toy. <laughs> but oh, this I, I see the point, yes. Uh, like, it is difficult to, it's difficult to uh, make something that is a realistic robot or a realistic animal, let's say, and a robot at the same time. Yeah, but this picture that we're looking at here, this isn't the one I saw on Twitter or Facebook. It was like a, a front-on Oh, version like me, different right. um different there's probably, there's probably a few around these are all screen yeah. caps from a video yeah now this was like a outdoor sort of you could see sunlight sort of coming in okay. and, yeah but this one looks uh, a bit better that actually does look like a real mouse in the face area but yeah, the, yeah everywhere the, else. The, the head sculpt does look pretty good um I got to give it that. Uh, the the eye looks a bit weird because they've sort of put a white a white dot in the eye. Um, but yeah, like, like mm. I think it's meant to be a light reflection. Yeah, it's it's. But at the it's same the, time, the lights of his eyes. I was wondering if there's a um, going to be an upgrade kit that gives him whiskers. <laughs> Hopefully not. It does. It does look like he might be a little bit of a little bit of a shell former, really. Just sort of flips some things around the back, flips the tail up around. Um, the 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 rat head goes to the chest. Those are clearly his uh, his legs as the back legs. So, yeah, who knows? Uh, you got to remember again. Like he's a core class figure. He's tiny. He's the same size as the legends figures that we've had in years gone by. So his transformation is not going to be that complicated. He does seem a little bit more docile than the uh, Generations version. But, yeah. Um, yeah, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Generations one's got a bit of a mean scowl on him. The um, And also the original Beast Wars toy is just literally a, um, not a flip change, but, you know, you pull a lever and, like, the rat sort of opens up and then there's a little robot. So there's no real advanced transformation. But this one... This one's looking like a combination of the two earlier toys we've got. Like, it looks like you've just opened up the rat and there's the robot. It does look that way, doesn't it? Mm. All right, let, 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 let's move on. It's, a, it's an early look at a figure that um, has obviously been lifted from a factory at some point. Um, and technically what we're looking at is stolen. So uh, Yeah, and also it may not have final paint details and such. I don't know. Absolutely. So yeah. we'll we'll move on. There's a couple more of these couple more of these leaks to look at, and we'll sort of talk about how they came to be, huh? But um, so we also have uh, there's an update to Cheetor now. Cheetor is a character who's actually gotten quite some play in recent years. He was a he was a major character in um, Power of the Primes in the um, in the uh, the animation for Power of the Primes. I don't think he I don't think he had a toy. 
in Power of the Bright. No, he didn't. I don't think he was in the um, animation, was he? I thought he was. No, I don't man. think I don't think he's had any recent toys, but he's definitely been the presence in fiction. The closest I know, I know, so I'm actually confused because it was Optimus Primal in Power of the Bones, yeah. not Cheetor. I am getting confused between the fact that he's in um, Cyberverse, doing uh, pretty okay. performing the same kind of role in Cyberverse that Optimus Primal was performing in um, in the Machinima series, like you know, being the the protector of the All Spark and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm. Mentally, I'm blending those two together, and uh, Cyberverse is dominated because Machine well, was shit. He does become um, he does become the successor to Alpha Trion as well. Alpha Trizer is actually Cheetor, just become the uh, guardian of whatever Cybertron becomes at the end of Beast Machines. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, no, yeah. So, he's, a, he's he is a bit of a fan favorite character as well, right? Um, mm. People people like him, so why they keep bringing him back. Um, he does have a does have a masterpiece figure already. Uh, he's had Cyberverse figures as well. Uh, this is this will be his first real sort of go at a deluxe in the last uh, last well, pretty much ever ever since his original toys came out. Um, so this so this one we are actually looking at a deluxe figure rather than uh, my mistake on on Rat Trap being a core class. So Cheetor is a is a deluxe class figure. Um, he's got. He's got sort of the deluxe engineering that we expect from a uh, from those figures, articulation, posability. He can do the Iron Man ground punch <laughs> thing there, as you can see. Um, so yeah, that's that's going pretty well. Going pretty well. He there. looks uh, looks similar to his original Beast Wars toys transformation with the Beast Mode head just becoming his robot mode chest. But he he, he looks amazing. Um, I've got the reissue Cheetor that came out in like 2006 and mm. it's not screen it's a 15 year old toy now yeah it's, yeah. Uh, it's not it's not screen accurate but this one looks pretty good um i would like to see if he comes with a gut gun that the to other Cheetor toys have come with in the past that'll be interesting to see let's keep going through the, let's go, keep going through the pictures and we'll see what we come up with um looks like tail. his tail looks like his tail turns into a weapon He's got an axe. It's an axe tail. Is it an axe or is it a whip? I don't, I don't know. There's something weird going on. Something weird going on at the top of it. Um, interestingly enough, where the masterpiece could not actually manage to put the real animal head in the chest, uh, the deluxe version actually has done so. Although you could well say that it's compromised a few things to do so. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, this looks. Um pretty good <laughs> looking forward to uh hopefully getting yeah that actually does look like cheetor <laughs> it, do, it does look like cheetor and it actually looks it actually looks like they've actually managed to to make a, a mini version of the masterpiece figure mm. um the 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 proportions look pretty similar a lot of the way that the parts hang together sort of on, on the back and the way the the, the front paws sort of hang together and everything it all looks very familiar uh, it feels really clean, if that makes sense. Like it just sort of, it seems like quite a tight insular toy. It doesn't feel yeah. like it's, you know, overly complex or it's got all these bits and pieces hanging off it. And it's got one good thing over the original toy, which is the um, the robot mode legs become the back beast mode legs. And you can tell because his back legs are huge. They're like twice as thick as his uh, body. 
<laughs> he has massive well, feet at the back. Yeah. Also, you can see his feet sticking out the back, which maybe that's maybe I don't know if that's meant to meant to look like that in the end. But yeah, there's a there is a side by side comparison between the deluxe figure and the masterpiece where you can really see that they've 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 really gone for sort of the scaled down masterpiece look in a way. Um, this is something that's actually been happening quite a lot. Like people have been looking at uh, figures like Grapple and Starscream in the, in the, the more recent uh, Siege and Earthrise lines, and just going, "Look, why do I need Masterpiece? These are the the regular releases of these figures are getting good enough for me." And also, yeah. Masterpiece is becoming horribly expensive. Well, it's it's not just their higher quality releases, but the fact that they're specifically aping the designs of a Masterpiece line. Mm. Yes, like if you can get that design at a you know such a cheap Retail price, price, there's no question. It's mm. true. Um, there, <laughs> so, so there, there's there's Cheetor with Rat Trap as we, we were just looking at the uh, the core class Rat Trap as well. You can really see the size difference there as well. Obviously, uh, Cheetor is the, the larger deluxe figure, so yeah. Mm. And, and there, and there for apparently no good reason, there's an Earthrise Mirage. And that uh, this scale oh, no, piece yeah is uh, pretty much in scale with the uh, the TV show. Rat Trap is a very very large rat, and Cheetor has been like it's sort of known in the in the show that he's actually the size of a cheetah, whereas everyone else is sort of like imagine you know like blurred reality sort of thing. Like Waspinator is a giant wasp. Whereas Cheetor is actually like a real life size Cheetor, so this is looking pretty good scale wise. We don't really, so we don't really know what the scale for the the figures in the in the, the cartoon will be, and we're probably probably like eighteen months away from working that out anyway. So uh, you know, let's yeah. see how it goes. Hmm. Uh, let's let's move on a little bit. So that's a that's a brief look at Cheetor. Uh, we're going to sort of breeze through some of these a little bit more. So Black Arachnia is also. Uh, I would say rumoured to appear in, in Kingdom, but it seems fairly obvious from the shots that we're looking at that she will appear in the Kingdom toy line as well. So uh, we've got some shots of Black Arachnia um, pairing up with Cheetor as well. Um, yeah, so Black Arachnia's spider mode uh, looks gross and disgusting. It like looks like not- she's facing the wrong way. <laughs> she looks aggressively mode. like a Beast Wars figure. Yeah, she really does. Uh, so... Black Arachnia is a figure that hasn't been served that well by some retail releases, right? Like the original, um, the original uh, Beast Wars figure, or was it Beast Wars or Beast Machines? I, I, I Beast wasn't, Wars. I wasn't paying any attention at the time. But the original Beast Wars figure, not good, and the um, and uh, the generations follow-ups have been okay. Um, there was a there was a uh, so Black Arachnia featured in animated in Prime and. Um, uh, there's there's been a legends figure as well in, over the last few years, so um, she's definitely definitely been something that uh, Takara and Hasbro have liked to revisit. It looks to me now that uh, it looks to me like they're really enjoying offering the sort of different poses with the legs attached to her arms as well, uh, and that really that really does sort of give the character quite a broad range of pose posing possibilities as well. Yeah, it's nice to see a black arachnia that actually looks like black arachnia from the show instead of just a repaint of tarantulas or black arachnia from another uh, franchise. Yeah. 
I was legit thinking of getting the uh, the Legends one because that looked pretty good. But this one, like, I really like that robot mode. Robot mode does look good, doesn't it? Um, yeah. It also looks like she's got two different um, face options or if there might be a mask or something that she can wear. She might have a mutant mask, which is what the original Beast Wars toys came with, kind of. Um, looks, like, looks like it's just, you know, you turn her head around. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe that's it. So this this, one, this is one that I sort of noticed that. Yeah, it. I don't know. It also looks like um, Nightbird. Is that the one? The female robot from the G one. Oh yeah, does, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Was there no? They didn't repaint Nightbird as Black Arachne. That was a different. No, that was Chromia. They did into Nightbird, I think, or RC. Yeah. Yeah, it was so I don't know where the connection is here to include that head if they were going to. Mm. So this so so this shot's an interesting one actually. So A, it's kind of creepy to have a big spider to play with like this. <laughs> but also really interesting is given that this is also from Tom Tom's review thing, notice in the background there's two cheetors and, and two, another, two rat traps. And another black arachnia. And another black arachnia as well. So Tonton covering all bases with his uh, with his um, review stock there as well. So look, uh, that's a that's a look at Black Arachnia. I'm going to take one last look at a Kingdom figure, which is Warpath. Um, Warpath. Warpath is very like I'd say a popular character. He's, he's a character that a lot, a lot of people like. Um, we haven't seen a Warpath since Combiner Wars, and we haven't seen a Deluxe Warpath since uh, earlier on in the uh, the universe of the Classics line. Um, so this is this is the first time that Hasbro's sort of gone back to the Warpath well in a while. They've delivered us a deluxe, a, a deluxe class figure, um, and uh, yeah, no, he's like, I mean, he looks like Warpath. He's got quite a lot of uh, looks. He's got quite a lot of articulation as sort of a modern a modern uh, deluxe figure should have. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know much what else to say about him. He looks very. Like, the, what can you say, really? It's kind of just like, oh, yeah, that's... That's a tank. Up. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's not even in a way where it's like, okay, we've done a really impressive Warpath. It's just, like, even as Warpath, he feels kind of bland. Like, mm. something about, you know, the shoulders sitting down really low and the sort of lack of colour variation, just it, it doesn't stand out to you, you know? It feels like, instead of... It feels like a toy, like toy Warpath, like the Minibot Warpath, as opposed to how we've seen Warpath in later media, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it feels like a blowing up Mini, right? Yeah, so it feels yeah. like they've gone right back to that specific well, which look, is look, accurate to how he originally was, but I guess it, it's not how we've come to know the character since then. Looking at this, he's not a huge figure either. He is smaller than most Deluxes and bigger than Bumblebee. Mm, so it's pretty much keeping with the mini bot trope. He, yeah, he feels more like a mini bot than a deluxe. Um, I, I, I don't really have that much of a problem with the size of the deluxe figures when you get to Cliff Jumper and Bumblebee. It's just more okay as well. He's a tank. You know, I can't, I can't yeah. expect him to be big. The yeah, I guess what they are really just making it. This is mini bot warpath. Yeah, he's a he's a personal like tank, not a not a like not a not a military quite tank. Specific, I guess. Yeah, like he doesn't have a crew, he just has some bloke <laughs> as a yeah. pilot. 
But this Warpath looks good. I've got the Generations Warpath, which I think was 2012, 2010, I can't remember. And, um, you know, that is a good deluxe toy of Warpath, but at the same time, it doesn't really look like Warpath. It looks this like the sort of later, like sort of G1 redux incarnations of Warpath, like RDW and stuff, where we see him as this big, boggy dude and what have you. Yeah, Where and this one looks like a G1 animation cell just being popped out and realized. The only thing that's a bit weird, well, two things. One, the color looks a bit muted, but that could just be the camera. And two, the face sculpt looks weird. I, I, I think, I think, I think, um, I think these are video captures. So a lot of them, like, they'll sort of lack a bit of resolution on them. Um, yeah. But sorry, I'm just going to tap and go, go back a bit. So, because they're video captures, everything is a little bit soft. Um, mm. But uh, like, like that's a better look at the face sculpt there. And like, actually, I I feel like the face sculpt is quite good. It's quite it's quite accurate to what we know Warpath to be. Yeah, it looks good in that shot there. Actually, yeah. it's just uh, I'm hoping that the eyes are blue and they're just covered because Warpath with black eyes just looks mean. Head Warpath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, look, it's worth, it's worth talking a little bit about how these figures came to be. Um, there has been a massive amount of leaks going on in the last few weeks, and we've, we sort of we haven't been we haven't been recording episodes um, while these things have been leaking out. But uh, Hasbro did actually fire someone over these leaks. Someone from presumably from their factory. There was there was uh, someone on on Reddit who had been leaking these things out, and uh, apparently has been given the flick. So. Don't know whether or not these things will continue to leak out, or if all the leaks are done right now. Um, I have heard that there is. I've had. I have heard that there's a leak of a a leader class Megatron that we sort of haven't seen come out yet. So someone might be sitting on that for a while. Um, and there was there was definitely a leak of the um, uh, one of the upcoming two packs, the uh, spin out and Cordon. Two pack, which are, they're both repaints of Wheeljack, sort of in, in different colors. So uh, that that one did leak beforehand, or at least one of the figures did. So um, yeah, look, I mean, it's all very, it's all very exciting when we see you know leaks of upcoming toys, but you got to remember that in this, especially in cases like this, Tonton got these figures by presumably by purchasing them from someone who'd stolen them from the factory, uh, yep. or he or he was given them by someone who stole them from the factory. Either way, these like these figures are not really meant to be out in the public space yet. Um, they, as you as you said correctly, Bradley, they might not be final yet. They might not be. Um, they they might not have their finished engineering or finished painting or anything like that. So it's a shame. It, it is a shame that it's a shame that we're so excited that by them that we managed to sort of wind up in someone losing his job over it. Uh, similarly, yeah. similarly, no one's forced the guy to do it, and yeah. Uh, I assume I assume he's been making a bit of money out of it on the side. So, and he's probably going to be facing charges, presumably. Don't know about that. Don't know. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to speak to conditions and uh, and things in factories. You could you could definitely say that you know as a factory, well, presumably as a factory employee, it was under under contract not to actually blab about the things that he saw going off the uh, assembly line in front of him. So. You know, it's uh, it's probably a good thing that he um, 
not a good thing. And so, uh, you know, he's he's very likely violated that part of his contract, depending on what the contract is as to whether there's damages or not. It's hard to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, there's there's no there's no good obvious winner out of this stuff. Um, people people are angry with Hasbro for firing someone for breaking their rules, um, and uh, you know Hasbro is obviously angry at the guy for leaking the stuff that he wasn't meant to. So yeah, yeah. It's just a, just a tough situation all around. Having looked at those now, let's jump into let's jump into something that's a little bit closer to a little bit closer to release now. Um, actually, no, it's not that much closer because we are still talking about Kingdom, <laughs> which is uh, the, which is the fact that so we don't actually know what the Titan for next year is going to be, right? We've done Metroplex, we've done uh, Fort Max, done Scorponok. Uh, Pretty much every Titan toy that's come out has had its dub, you know, opposite sort of release. Like Fort Max now has Scorponok, Metroplex has Trypticon. Yeah, yeah, Trypticon. Uh, so we had, and we've had Amiga Supreme as well. So there's yep. a bit of a question as to what next year's Titan is going to be, and it looks as if it looks as if the answer might be uh, the Ark itself. Uh, the Ark being the the ship that the Transformers came to Earth in as well. So. Um, so uh, this Instagrammer called Marco Madri's reviews claims to have obtained something that says that it's confirmado <laughs> that the Ark is in Transformers WFC Kingdom, but he doesn't really say he doesn't really say where these images come from. He's just like, there you go. But Jason, are you sure it's from Marco Madri's reviews? <laughs> uh, no, but yes. Uh, but like, so he, he's obtained the image from somewhere, but. It's it's not really it's not really clear what we're looking at here. Whether we're looking at artwork or uh, very poorly edited photographs or something like that, it, it looks like this is some kind of a documentation where things have been explicitly crossed out around it. That may maybe these are scans from a magazine that might be revealing some of the play designs or the play patterns around it. Maybe the the, the text has been obscured or something. Um, so the, so the the question is. Is this actually going to be the Titan figure, or will it just be a, a general? Will it just be a playset release inside the Kingdom line, or maybe it's the Commander class figure? It's it's hard to say. We had we've got multiple multiple rumors about Kingdom's Commander and Titan classes. There's there are people saying Magnaboss, Tidal Wave, uh, and so if those are if those are really the characters, is there really space for the ship to? Which doesn't really seem like it transforms. It seems like it might more open up into a playset. Maybe this is something different entirely. Could this be Cyberverse, or does Cyberverse not have an arc in it? Cyberverse does have an arc, but it doesn't look like this. This is very Generation One um, designed. Okay. I guess you know, sort of what you what you could say is like you, you know, it's not necessarily a transforming figure, and so it doesn't. It doesn't classify as a Titan or a Commander class or anything like that, but mm. it can. It, if it's a large toy that has a suitable parts camp, but it can still occupy that price point, right? So we won't label yeah. it as a oh, Titan class Ark. It'll just be like, hey, here's the Ark, and it costs the same amount as a Titan. Possibly, it depends how big it is. But remember as well, like there's, like it's not just the main line that gets released. Um, 
So the Quintesson Pit of Judgment is not a part of Siege or Earthrise. It is a part of the War for Cybertron trilogy, which makes it technically a part of the Netflix line. Um, the so like like there's still there's still scope to release additional figures sort of between the main between the mainline retail releases. And so maybe that's maybe that's what this will become. Maybe this will be maybe this will be a, a you know a seventy dollar seventy dollar figure that comes out next year. I think there'll be a lot of um, fan rage, but hey, that's nothing new about, you know, if this were to be a Titan class toy, because he's not, the arc isn't really, a, well, I mean, it's sort of a character. No, but the same time. Well, you, you'd think they could do it as like the animated Omega Supreme kind of way, but then we've just had Omega Supreme. Yeah. yeah. Also, note, note what I was saying about it being, about the, the Quintus on Pit being branded as War for Cybertron trilogy and no no Earthrise or Siege. That's also the branding on, on this slide, the second slide here. It doesn't say it doesn't say Earthrise, it doesn't say Siege, it doesn't say Kingdom. Also says yes, yeah, it says, it says it on the say, bottom King Don. Yeah, well I mean like he's so he got it right in the other one. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I mean that's also not how you spell confirmed, but like no one's picking fault with that. Confirmado. Yeah. So, uh, so what, I, what I'm saying is that this might not be this might not be part of the retail lines. It might be a, a collector special or something like that. Yeah. So let's so so look. It's a rumor. It's supposition at this point. We haven't actually seen photos of a toy. I don't. I don't really know what this is. It look they look like they're CGI renders or something. But yeah, yeah especially that computer. Uh, on the left, but also what it could be is, you know, like you were saying before, if it is an article, it could also just be uh, characters not yet revealed being covered up. That's so. true as well. Yeah. Although, if you're going to leak something, I don't know why you wouldn't include the characters in it, unless that's someone else doing it, but yeah. Well, it could also just be, um, you know, excitement for the Titan class, if that's what this is, but at the same time, it could just this be this Marco Madri getting us to talk about him <laughs> on his podcast. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's start. Let's stop talking about Marco Mandri. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna repeat your your vicious slight at the at the at the man, but yeah. Uh let's move on. We are gonna talk about some some characters that are closer to release than Kingdom, finally. Uh we'll start with this week's reveals. So uh Hasbro has been Excuse me. Hasbro has been running uh, Transformers Tuesdays for so long now that I think people have forgotten. But the final reveal of the of the five was this week, and not only not only like it's been going for so long that uh, they've actually they've actually been revealing figures on other days as well. So uh, there's been there's been a lot of figure reveals in the last few weeks. So what we have uh, all we've got revealed this week is a Generation Selects shattered glass set that comes with a shattered glass repaint of Earthrise Prime who does look fantastic and a shattered glass repaint of Ratchet. Now there's, uh, I think I think Ratchet is Ratchet is not the first time he's appeared in the shattered glass line certainly not the first time Prime has appeared in shattered glass but this will be sort of the widest release of a, of a shattered glass Ratchet ever and it is generation selects but it is up for general general order. Um so yeah, uh, we're, we're looking at a we're looking at a, an evil purple prime and an evil white and white and blue ratchet. 
Um, I think, I think what, do, what do you guys think? First of all, first of all, are you are you fans of Shattered Glass? Yes, I've got majority of the official um, repaints into Shattered Glass toys. I think this is actually the first release of a toy of Shattered Glass Ratchet. Right. Oh, okay. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, that's why I, I was so I excited for this. Back in the day. No. Yeah. Um, he was a prominent character, but he didn't get a, um, a repaint. So that's why I was so excited when this set was revealed. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, it does involve getting a third prime in a year. I mean, I got Earthrise, I got Sleep Mode. It's, on, it's, it's, it's possibly not even the third one. Like Netflix has a nemesis, the Netflix line has a nemesis repaint of Siege's Prime from last year. Um, yep. they've also, there's also. There's also a Voyager repaint of Earthrise Prime coming out in the Netflix line as well. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's possibly five. This could be your sixth Prime for the year, sixth or fifth or whatever. But it's too it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. I love Shadow Glass as much as the next person, but this is this is this is too much for me. This is a better look at. Uh, um, I always I always jump at the chance to add to the Shattered Glass shelf. Hasn't had any additions in the last few years, except for I think last year or this year when I moved uh, 10K Ultra Magnus from Classics to Shattered Glass. Here's my pre-face rip Ultra Magnus. Um, but it'll be nice to have a Shattered Glass ratchet because uh, I've got Shattered Glass hot rod. It'll be nice to have a toy of the guy that gave him a razor blade for a hand. <laughs> so so let's talk a little bit about the ratchet mold as well. Um there have been some early looks at it from none other than Tonton, uh, who apparently is saying that the the mold is not that good. Uh, the back of the the back of the vehicle mode appears to have some pretty uncovered uh, feet going on. I don't think we'll see them there. You can just sort of see them at the back there. They're just the feet are just like folded up into the back of the back of the um, the van. It seems it seems lazy compared to the Cybertron versions of uh, uh, Wheeljack and Ironhide that we got last year. Yeah, but at the same time, it's literally just a slight remold of the warp, the siege toys. Because if you look at the, you know, the vehicle modes, you can tell it's just the like. Look at those wheels. That's literally just the siege toy with yeah, totally. maybe an extra half an inch of plastic on top. So, th so there's the roof as well, which seems to clip on and become a detachable shield, mm. uh, as you can sort of see him holding there. Uh, like you know, it is what it is. What it is. It's. I haven't. I haven't pre-ordered the set yet because I just. I'm not sure that I really want to go back to the well for another Prime. Like, there's going to be at this rate. There's going to be another five Optimus Prime figures next year as well, <laughs> and it'll all be repainted in the shadow glass again. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just because the Earthrise mold is so loved by the uh, the fandom, and it is very well, well keep designed. They've pumped out like I know. I know they've always done a lot of primes, but. Over the past couple of years, especially, they've done a lot of G1 primes, but people keep buying them. So, like, I, I, on the one hand, it is a sort of frustrating lack of variety, but on the other hand, <laughs> if that's what people want, then I guess it's what people want. <laughs> can we um, can we can we talk briefly about the different gun grip styles for of Optimus Prime versus Ratchet? So, Prime's Prime's thumb faces forward, Ratchet's thumb faces down. Yeah, and uh, is that like a very different mold for Optimus Prime's gun, like with all the ridges and 
No, nah, that looks like Prime's gun to me. Um, the Earthrise, the Earthrise gun is not great. Um, this is one of the reasons why they've released sort of a, a redo of the gun in the accessories pack that comes with Centurion. Apparently, that one's too big though. Yeah, it looks huge. I haven't actually got Centurion yet, but um, oh yeah, this one's got all the ridges and stuff on it. I'm looking at the uh, alternate universe <laughs> one. Yeah, it's the, it's the same gun. Yeah, 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 it looks good. All right, so uh, so that's it. that is one of the um, one of the uh, generation select packs uh, rumored to not be coming to Australia, according to Ozformers. So. If you do want this pack, you are going to have to work out how to import it from overseas. Let's... I might be hitting you up for that, Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, let's move on the, to another pack that includes Ratchet as well. Uh, this is the much more, much more, um, the more heroic version of Ratchet that we're used to. Uh, the Paradron Medics pack, two pack, is coming out in December. It is part of the Galactic Odyssey collection, which is it seems there's going to be five packs. So this is, we've only had the first one revealed. So there's more more figures coming. Now, this doesn't have Earthrise branding on it. It's a Transformers Generations War for Cybertron Galactic Odyssey Collection Paradron Medics 2-pack. Oh, God. I, thought, <laughs> I think I need a drink. Like, I, I needed a drink halfway through that name. Uh, <laughs> So we do have uh, we do have uh, Ratchet. We have we've seen the we've seen the mold that Ratchet is in Ironhide in the Autobot Alliance pack. Here's the Ratchet repaint, and he's packed in in a two pack with a an RC repaint called Lifeline, um, which uh, of course cunningly the the uh, the light green version of RC was originally just a Paradron Medic. So you know now the Paradron Medic has a name. Um, this is also uh, sort of more of a more uh, the heroic version of Ratchet, so there's no weird colors, there's no evil face design or anything on him. Um, so the story is that uh, during on the on the trip to Earth, uh, the Autobots end up stopping by a bunch of places, saying hello, crashing on couches, uh, and one of the places that they stop by is Paradron, um, picking up and sort of meeting up with uh, meeting up with various Autobots that are deployed on each of these planets. Um, so Ratchet, Ratchet goes to Paradron and meets Lifeline there. Mm. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed riveting, but uh, it's the second year in a row that Ratchet has been an exclusive figure. Uh, not, not a great look for Hasbro. People are shitty about it. Um, but, yeah, there we go. So is this uh, the official Earthrise... Ratchet, as in there isn't an actual retail release of Ratchet. It'll be the. It does appear to be the case. It's an Amazon exclusive, uh, and it's going for US thirty nine ninety nine, which is um, two times twenty dollars. Twenty dollars is about a, uh, the price of a deluxe in the states now. Um, yeah. Now, so it's an interesting question, right? Because this doesn't have Earthrise branding on it, but it's obviously Earthrise figures, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of. There's a lot of people questioning and wondering and thinking about what has actually happened to the tail end of Earthrise this year. We are, we're normally well into wave three or four of a Transformers line by now, but we're only just getting like wave two sorted around the world. Yes, it's been a, there's been a pandemic this year. So there's a bit of thought that perhaps the tail end of Earthrise has been cut off and they've been sort of repurposed into a lot of these exclusive packs and shopped around retailers. 
Mm. Yeah, the only thing I can really think of is that the uh, toys we've missed so far might end up in, um, you know, higher priced retail stores like Toy World and such. But at the same time, so instead of being released on retail, you're saying that they've been just put into I reckon, exclusive I, packs. Yeah, I reckon they've been shuffled off and repackaged into exclusives. Like, um, Ratchet seems like he would have been something that might have been released in Wave 4. Uh, and yeah, you know, maybe these guys would have been individual deluxe releases, but maybe because everything's run so late, they can't actually get that wave out to retailers. Maybe retailers aren't that interested because uh, a lot of them have been shut for four or five months this year. Well, that's what I was um, confused with because you were saying, you know, we've got three Optimus Primes this year. I thought this was the third Ratchet this year, this Shattered Glass and a regular retail release. I didn't know the regular retail release was this. Well, so there hasn't, there hasn't been a Ratchet in Earthrise. There's been an Ironhide announced in the Autobot Alliance pack. So where Ironhide goes, Ratchet follows soon after, or vice versa. So yeah. this is this is this is your Earthrise Ratchet, but he's not an Earthrise brand. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the thought is possibly because Earthrise might just be sort of like you know, just chopped off. Yeah, it's starting to look like it, isn't it? It certainly is. Um, so let, let's. I mean, this is not the first time we've seen either of these uh, other of these figures, right? So. Uh, We've we've seen the the alt mode for RC and we've seen the alt mode for Ironhide. Ratchet doesn't really change too much out of that, and uh, Lifeline doesn't change too much either. I guess mm. the interesting part of the interesting part of this is I I, <laughs> I was I was very amused by, by this one. It's like you guys have a lot of work ahead of you to fix this one. Yeah. Um, the so packaging wise, it is going to be packaged in a brown box like the Generation Selects, but it is not a Generation Select line. Uh, it is the uh, part of the Galactic Odyssey collection, um, and uh, yeah, and so it's it's sort of very heavily black printed inside the box there as well. Uh, in fact, you know what? I tell a lie. There is in fact an Earthrise logo on that box, but it's only, it's only on the inside, isn't it? Yeah, you have to buy the set before you know it's Earthrise. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Damn, foiled again. There's, so there's the there's the uh, sort of the five planets that we're going to hit. We've got um, Paradron, Biosphera, Biosphera, whatever, Dominus, Botropolis, and Micron. Now, you can sort of, you can sort of guess at what some of, them, some of them might be. So Micron might be sort of related to um, Micromasters and things like that. Don't know what the hell Botropolis is, but it sounds great. Um, it sounds like Brotropolis. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, and to my knowledge, nobody's actually... Um, Nobody's actually translated the Cybertronian on there. Although my guess is it might well say Galactic Odyssey, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, so there's perhaps a few too many letters for that, but yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's going to be there's going to be more um, more more two packs to come. We we can assume that they'll be announced in the in the next few weeks or so. Mm. They'll just pop up online here and there as basically. They probably, they probably will. Others have. Yeah. Uh, Release today, triple pack. Awesomeness. <laughs> now we talked a little bit about the the G two Megatron that was leaked as a as a a possible generation select release uh, last episode, which was a few weeks ago, and the very day after we recorded the episode, the uh, the the double the double whammy of G two Megatron and uh, a seeker a new seeker sort called Sandstorm. 
was unleashed on the world via a, um, a reveal in Singapore. Now, this happened in the middle of the Transformers Tuesday reveals. It was thought that it was going to be a Transformers Tuesday reveal that went early, but no, it was its own. It was its own thing. Um, so, hence my mention earlier that we, we're getting we're getting men, we're getting Transformers Tuesday releases and other things on other days as well. <laughs> so, um, G two Megatron, we spoke about last week, uh, last last time. I don't think much has changed in, in, in terms of that. Like, I am flip-flopping on whether I want it, um, kind of for the same reason as the Shattered Glass Optimus Rome. I just think I have enough Megatrons, especially from Siege and Earthrise. I don't know if I need another one. Yeah, um, it's not particularly unique. No. It's... I thought you had the um, the BotCon G2 box set, didn't you? Or not? Do you mean the G the Combat Megatron? No, no, the G, the Generation Two Redux box set from. No, 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 no I haven't got that. Yeah. Okay, well then you don't need this. <laughs> well, I haven't got. Well, I mean, like they don't have to match up. Um, I just feel like I've got. I feel like I've got too many Siege and Earthrise Megatrons. I don't need any more. Um, however, Sandstorm is definitely, definitely one that I, I'm interested in, and I want more. I want more the more that I see it. Yeah. Um, I Literally, in the moment we were talking about him on that Wednesday TCCA chat, I pre-ordered it. Like, yeah. He's just gorgeous. Uh, so his, his Deco, he's, he's got a bit of a got a bit of a sandblaster Deco. He's a, a fantastic tamper with the, the sort of the angry angry um, howler jet mouth. Yeah, so that's from um, Blitzwing or Double Dealer from a few years ago, that face. Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, right. Interesting. Maybe it's sort of found its way through there through the... Uh, the G two etymology of the of the, the figure. So yeah. um, there there was a seeker that was meant to be released in G two, which was sort of a a desert camo um, sandstorm kind of thing. But he didn't have the he didn't have the the camo paint job on him. He was just sort of a flat color. Yeah. Um, and so that's sort of that's been very much uh, done up for uh, for the sandstorm release. Now um, he is not coming to he's not coming to Australia. G2 Megatron is. You can pre-order him all over the place. He's about $60. Um, but if you want Sandstorm, you are going to have to import him. And he's been selling out fairly fast. I I admit I hedged my bets for a while, and then when I went to order him from Pulse, it was gone. So I've had to pre-order him from somewhere else. So these aren't a two-pack, because that's what I was nope. thinking. No, no it's they're, just singular. They're both, like, both, both world-class figures, so they'll both be about $60 each. Oh, all right. Because, yeah, that Megatron looks really good, but at the same time, I don't really have any sort of G2 representations in my collection. But I'd, I'd be interested to see it IRL, but at the same time, I don't want to actually own it. <laughs> <laughs> all care, but no responsibility. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, uh, the, Sandstorm, the Sandstorm looks interesting, but at the same time, when I get uh, Dirge and Ramjet, I'll probably be like, yeah, this is enough. <laughs> maybe, maybe. What about Thrust? Oh, yeah, i got to get Thrust as well. But this is just a repaint of Dirge? Uh, yes. Uh, Dirge or Ramjet? This is Ramjet. I think it's Ramjet with the, uh, the, the, the wing design at the back, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ramjet. Yeah, my bad. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I'm 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 more for Sandstorm than I am Megatron, which is annoying because he's going to be the annoying one to get. Yeah. Well, that's usually how it works. I bet you any money if it was the other way around, you'd want Megatron. Probably. 
Red, um, yeah, Red I can't deny that Megatron does look beautiful. Like, just the, the paint on him is... Yeah, it's, it's just really nice and clean. It, I, don't, I don't quite know what it, what it is about. It's a specific sort of... I think it's just the... pastel quality to it. I think it's also... You wouldn't usually associate with that. What stands out to me is his head. It looks bigger than what it should be, and it looks like, at the same time, this is just like a kit bash. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's yeah. something about him. Mm. There's something about Meg's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about Meggie. Yeah. <laughs> Another leak that came out this week is, uh, so we knew that we were going to get Runamuck, um, but now we've also seen runabout in the fleshy plastic. Um, these two, these two look pretty great together, but mm. I still love my generations ones or the the uh, the, the the botcom timelines ones, the the, which were ones. yes, which were also yeah. a repaint of Wheeljack, and this yep. is also these are also re- repaints and redos of uh, of Wheeljack by the looks of it. Yeah, they're also uh, remolds. They had different heads. They're the battle yeah. charger heads, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat, especially since, like you said, these are repaints of Wheeljack, and I've got Earthrise Wheeljack now, and I like having Wheeljack and the battle chargers look, you know, as far apart as possible. So they do look, they do look different. Like they've got the hoods at the back, so like there are there are some differences, but the the base mold still seems to be quite quite obviously. Uh, well, I say I say wheeljack. I've got exhaust, but um, yeah, there's a there's they seem to be getting a good mileage out of the um, the sort of earth car figure. And you know, like I'll probably they'll probably come out with a two pack or whatever, and I'll cave instantly and just. Buy them. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll have. Have you got Earthrise wheeljack? No, I've got I've got exhaust. Okay. Well, then you're going to have three of the same mold yeah. in one year. Oh yeah, but at least at least it's not the same character with different uh, with different paint. They're actually different characters. Well, they're different universes. The Optimus Primes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so anyway. there we are. These guys, these guys look all right. Um, they do look a little bit hollow around the legs. There does seem to be something missing around the waist, right? Like like it's just sort of like the the legs and the the the, the body seems like it's just sort of hovering above the waist. I was going to say, so you have seen the G1 toy, haven't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, love, I, love, superior. <laughs> I, love, I love the G1 toy, but, like, that doesn't really excuse what's going on on the waist on this figure. Like, they're just it just feels like something's missing. Either some, some detail or something. It sort of looks like the body sort of comes down to a point and sits on the waist, whereas usually it's just like, you know, you got the waist and it go, that plateaus. Whereas, like, that shot there, it sort of looks like it just goes in like a bottleneck, like the body bottlenecks into the waist. Mm. And it's a bit chunky up the top for, for that bottleneck, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm very fond of the uh, the um, Collector's Club versions of these. Yes. I'm not sure that I need a new one. Nope, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm, oh, well, we've sorted that out. Another long-standing rumor was confirmed this week by the appearance of the Studio Series Devastator box set, and that's the wrong story. The Studio <laughs> Devastator box set, um, which is one giant Studio Series branded box uh, that thankfully doesn't have a number on it, because otherwise, if you, if you were if you were collecting uh, these figures, 
what is going on? Thank you, TF Sources website for being weird. So we are looking at an eight pack of Studio Series figures. Now, we've, this has been rumoured for quite some time that um, they would finish off Devastator and then do a, a, a single box of him. Mm. It doesn't appear that the it doesn't appear that the box version of Devastator looks different. They they are they are packing all of the all of the constructor cons into it. No There's accessories a, or anything. Uh, that's an interesting question. I am I am not sure about accessories. Is there is there any mention of accessories in here? It doesn't really seem to be. But um, in some of the photos, it does some of the photos it does seem like there's accessories? I don't know. Maybe there's maybe it's got balls. Who knows? Um, so the the big the big thing with this is that uh, if you were to actually buy all of these figures, it would not cost four hundred ninety nine US dollars. So if you've if you've not bought some of the figures and you've decided to wait for the the box set, you're actually being penalised for it if you buy it from TF Source. Other places have listed it as three hundred ninety nine dollars. So it's kind of it's a bit up in the air as to. It's a bit up in the air as to how much this set is actually going to set you back because um, the the TF source price might just be a placeholder. Silly question. That three ninety nine. That's is that also US? Uh, it's three ninety nine US dollars, but it is from one of the one of the um, sellers in Asia. Uh, uh, well, you're probably paying an imp- uh, I don't know an import tax or something if you're getting it from TF source. I don't know, but makes no, makes no, makes no difference to us. We got to pay GST regardless. Like we may as well pay GST on the lower price. Yeah, good, good call. But yeah, once again, Studio Series. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely people who like their Studio Series figures and their Devastators. So yeah. um, it is, it is not for me. Is the uh, the nice way of putting it. Yep, I agree with that. But I also like the. <laughs> 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 what about uh, you, Mac? It's movie Devastator. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> I, I think Max just figuratively made the same noise that you just made about a minute ago. Yeah, pretty much. Let's go. Let, let's go back to the the story that I accidentally skipped over. <laughs> Talk about another combiner that has been announced this week, which is Takaratomi's generate. So Takaratomi does Gen Selects, but they misspell it for whatever reason. It's Takaratomi does Generation Selects, uh, where they yeah. are doing. They're doing a repaint of Volcanicus. Now, the big selling point for their repaint of Volcanicus, which you will recall is the power of the Prime's Dinobots, uh, the big selling point is that it is uh, they're using anime-accurate colours on the on the figures this time. There doesn't... Uh, there, so there does appear to be sort of a, a bit of a chunkier, chunkier feet and hands. It's also got... Does it have combined mode weapons? Is that what's on the back? Or is I that... It's like brand new... Swords yeah. based off the FOC Grimlock sword. So you, you can see you can see the swords are hanging around on the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So wings slash swords. Um, mm. There's a good shot of the the, the family of dinos there. Um, and yeah, there's there's the sort of the swords, the feet, hands, and you know, and I think the the volcanicus head is a little um, bigger there as well. So um, like you do you get a little bit of extra stuff with it. It is. It has been cited by local retailers at $350. I will point out that you can get it for $210 if you import from uh, something like Oh My Primus in Singapore, um, which is, considering that it's a Voyager and four Deluxes, that's probably a little bit more like it. Yeah, it's um, 
interesting. It does look like it comes with extra guns for, you know, the individual robot modes, but I don't know. Mm. I'm sort of all dino-botted out after getting the power of the prime. If they if these were, you know, all up a scale, like Grimlock was a leader and the others were voyagers, I'd be all over this. But since it's just a straight repaint, it's kind of like, yeah. No, yeah. fair enough. So, um, the other thing is to remember, of course, that these are previous generation toys. So um, you don't get things like ankle tilts and all the uh, the articulation that we enjoy with Siege figures at the moment. Mm, true. No, like, out of all the sort of older generations releases in the past few years to bring back for a big select release, I was not anticipating this. Uh, uh, I mean, like, I, maybe I don't think they were very well received in the first place. No, so, no, so, so that's actually a struggle to rationalize. That is actually an interesting point, right? Like, um, the Dinobots were sort of greeted with a collective meh by people in the first place. It doesn't seem like the it doesn't seem like the Power of the Primes version of the Dinobots was particularly popular in Japan. So it is an odd op an odd choice for Takara Temi to go back and just go like, no, you will love these characters or else. Well, it's just that uh, you you know, we wanted um, Dinobots to come in the uh, classics line for so long. We got them in Power of the Primes. So we were sort of like, yeah, they don't really look that great, but they're Dinobots, so they're awesome. Give me. And now a couple of years later, they're like, okay, these are the Dinobots you wanted in the same color. It's like, dude, we've just bought, you know, these ones from retail several years ago, and now you've just given us what we actually wanted. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hard to fault that. Um like, like I said, these are these are the same characters that we already got. So um, the Grimlock was not particularly well received. Besides, sort of being being a big a big hulking Grimlock, you know, he's just he's sort of a bit a bit lacking in articulation and balance. And just, I got Grimlock here actually. It's just not that exciting, is he? Um, well, this is the Power of the Primes original Grimlock, and I think the biggest complaint besides uh, show accuracy. It's just they didn't. I mean, these are the accessories he came with. The combiner mode feet, but they're meant to be like blasters. <laughs> yeah, but you got you got to remember that they did they did that a lot with um, combiner wars and uh, and things like that, making all the the combiner parts sort of like oh, if you sort of if you blur your eyes and tilt your head to one side and look at it upside down in a mirror, it looks like a gun. Well, these ones require you to look into it into the sun for about a half hour through a telescope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, um, it is what it is. I don't. I don't know anyone who's been particularly uh, particularly enamoured by the announcement that uh, Volcanicus is coming back for a second go. And those that were excited, we've since removed from Transformers Collectors Club Australia. <laughs> we we have not. There are a couple of people who are like, oh yeah, that's nice, but. Um, I don't know anyone who's necessarily been that moved to order it. Um, we'll I put it. I put the power of the primes into you know their volcanicus mode, and I was like, "Ah, this shouldn't be." <laughs> just, yeah. well, look, look uh, the options there. If you want your Dinobots to combine, you can combine them. If you don't, you never have to touch them. Well, you never have to touch the combining ports. Anyway. Yeah, I do like the um, I do like the com the volcanicus head with the Grimlock crown. That looks cool, but. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we've got two more stories to look at. 
Number one, uh, I'm going to take us to the Masterpiece leak. Out of all of the things that have leaked in the last few weeks, uh, there has been a, a new Masterpiece star screen that has leaked. And uh, he, looks, he looks impressive, but also expensive. <laughs> yeah, but you know he's going to set you back like 400 bucks or so, but... You've got Earthrise now. He does look good. He does look good. Now, the question is, if you've got Earthrise Starscream, are you after a Masterpiece Starscream? The answer is, if you're a Masterpiece collector, probably. (laughs) Or if you have Make Toys Starscream, are you after Masterpiece Starscream? So I specifically did not go for the Make Toys ones because I figured that there was probably a a redo of the uh, Takara ones coming. So... Um, This is... So this is a Masterpiece Starscream with the engineering that we've come to expect from uh, the toys like Megatron, Sunstreaker, and the the, uh, the new uh, the new Convoy, the MP44 Convoy as well. So and the price tag, the price tag will probably be there as well. But I'm I'm pretty excited to to see the engineering that goes into it. Like that is actually a pretty flat back for a seeker. He's He's hiding a lot of his a lot of his complications uh, quite well, and he looks like Starscream from the cartoon. Like it's it, interesting with the uh, the way the wings are folded. I wonder how that's done. It does. It does. Like the, the, there's there's going to be a few there's going to be a few interesting mysteries until we until we actually see this figure in the flesh or plastic more. Um, very good articulation on the legs, sort of being able to move around with the knees. There, he can, he can kneel down. Um, it can do a, do a lot of things. So um, very, very interesting to see the way this, the way this looks. Apparently, this, apparently in this photo, it's actually sort of leaning a little bit forward. And uh, this is not like he looks a little bit stumpy in this shot. Yeah, he looks a uh, bit. But it, it's, better in, it's yeah. better in the other shots. Yeah. So, yeah, there is there's a decent amount of jet mode kibble going on there, but I kind of don't care. I like it. For some reason, this new mold, like the one that w- the picture we're just looking at, where he's you know leaning forward, there's a brief like one. I, 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 I honestly don't know what that photo is. That one's weird. Um, the, so- um, yeah, that looks like the one brief shot you see of Starscream in the Beast Wars cartoon. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but yeah, that just looks like Beast Wars Starscream, which is cool. Um, yeah, this. It'll, it'll be very interesting to see the engineering behind this toy because it looks pretty good. It will be. I, look, um, I can't have an I can't have a missing number in my masterpiece collection, <laughs> so I'll get it. So you're going to be getting Starscream, Skywarp, Thundercracker, and potentially Dirge Ramjet and Thrust. Maybe. And Sunstorm. Maybe we'll and, see. And Storm. You got to remember, I can't have a hole and number hole, a number hole in the collection either, so I can't get rid of the others. That's yeah, that's true. So you're just gonna have to, you're gonna have to start looking for a new apartment, mate, with more display room. <laughs> we will see. We'll see what happens. Um, given given the history with the uh, Seekers and Coneheads, it'll be at least five years before they're all out. True. Yeah, they'll yeah. be all out, and then the, the year after, by the time we finish them, we'll just put up a new mold again. Yeah, new mold, Starscream. It's true, it's true. <laughs> Let's talk about things that we have acquired uh, just just briefly because we are running horribly over time. Um, what have you guys acquired in the last few weeks? What, what, what's been happening? I've, I've purchased but not yet arrived uh, Scorponok and Hubcap, but not yet arrived. That's all I know. Max. 
Sorry. Nice. <laughs> talking once. Uh, right. So I've actually purchased something for once. Insane, mm-hmm. I know. Um, basically, as you were saying earlier, Brad, um, MP44 is kind of expensive. So I didn't buy MP44. I bought the knockoff. Nice. Uh, and he's excellent. He costs, like, at most a fifth of what you'd pay for MP44. Um, so what's that? Is that 100 bucks, 150? Yeah, about a, literally just 100 bucks shipped. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, wow. And he's fantastic. Uh, you know, in, in terms of the actual quality of the figure itself, because I hadn't had any experience with MP44 before this, um, some of the joint tolerances for the transformation are a bit off. Um, but I'm just going to put that down to the KO. Uh, like, I can't speak to how it actually is on the official figure. Um, mm. But the KO really holds up well for joint tolerances everywhere else. Like, they actually added ratcheted joints um, and improved some of the tolerances. So his knees don't break, is what you're saying? Yeah. Like, I can just <laughs> bend his knees like that, no problem. Like, yeah. you don't have to worry about it. Uh, it's... I'd never touched. It doesn't have the trailer or any of that stuff. Um, it's pretty bare bones of accessories. Well, that, that's, that's also one of the reasons it's cheaper then. Yeah, and which I fully welcome because it's not just that it's cheaper. It's that you're not sort of left with this great hunk of plastic sitting around. But let's be honest, you're never really going to use or care about. No, it's expensive to display, but yeah. yeah that's well, I mean, a lot of people like to put the Optimus figure up on the shelves. You can see mine is up on the shelf behind me without the trailer, so fair enough. Well, yeah, I, I think most anymore. people don't like wouldn't really display it with a trailer. I know I certainly wouldn't. It would just be Optimus because hmm. yeah, it, it's just a chunk of plastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, MP44 itself, uh, it's been my first experience with mold. Absolutely love it. Transformation is really daunting at first, but after a couple runs through, it all just feels very intuitive. Um, the legs, especially, like just the, the why it all fits together so cleanly like these very l- precise little motions it's just mm. it, it's hard so, to describe exactly the way it works but everything just sort of explodes and unfolds back on itself so neatly so what you're saying is that takara did an excellent job of designing the thing that that knockoff is copying oh yeah takara did a fantastic <laughs> job of designing the thing and i did not give takara money for it so it's worth <laughs> the prosecution that wei jang's facing yeah oh absolutely yeah <laughs> Um, sorry, Takara, you did a wonderful job, but I did not want to spend $500 on your toy. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, it's a I'm going to put the screen share back on because I've got some photographs that I took of the Quintus on Pit of Judgment um, that I thought we might, go, photograph. we might go... I might go through some of the photos and I'll take you through a brief tour of my unboxing experience with Pit of Judgment because um, nobody... Well, very few people have this uh, have this figure yet. This is this is my sort of big acquisition for the uh, for the week. So let's. I think we're still just looking at me. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> this is my big acquisition of the week. He's Max. Yeah, uh, Max is here to do my bidding. It's like across the border. <laughs> so, um, so the Pit of Judgment uh, is a it's a Voyager class Quintus on Judge with a slightly different deco than you'll get in the Earthrise figure. It is a fairly retooled Alicon into um, what they call the Bailiff. Uh, which mm. is the the brown and maroon um, figure to the you can see on the left of the box there. Uh, there is a small figurine which doesn't move of Krennic, so you can see in the middle there, and who is drunk and is about to fall <laughs> off the uh, <laughs> fall off thing. There is another figurine to his right of the uh, prosecutor, and 
he doesn't move. Mm. Although his head, his head turns, but that's okay. Uh, and there is a very nice repaint of the um, Titans Return Sharktacon um, swimming around at the bottom of the pit. You can take the entire diorama out of the box and uh, display it separately, which we'll go into some of the photos. There's the, the, the back of the box showing some of the detail there as well. And uh, so this is this is having removed the diorama from the box. Um, you can see it's really all held in place by um, by plastic ties and cables and rubber bands. It's all quite quite a good few good tricks, um, and take quite it takes quite a bit to uh, to frame. The instructions are printed in color, which is unusual for this generation of Transformers, um, and it's also quite it's also quite clever. Um, it says, uh, so I'll just read this part out. It says, on, it says, understanding Quintesson law, if you're guilty, you'll be fed to the Sharktacons. If you're innocent, you'll be fed to the Sharktacons. How, <laughs> how to defend yourself against Sharktacons, call the Dinobots. <laughs> now, oh, we've, yeah. seen, we've seen rumors that there's going to be 86 movie Dinobots. Everyone's been saying that they're going to go into the studio series. I, I think we might actually see them um, see no, notice that this set is actually branded as War for Cybertron Trilogy. It's not Earthrise, it's not Siege, it's not Netflix, but it does share Transformers the movie branding. Yes. Uh, I wonder if we're going to see a Dinobot set under this in the next few months as well. We will see. Mm, that'd be interesting. Um, so you get a bit of dialogue. The, uh, the, the prosecutor, guilty or innocent, innocent, feed him to the Sharktacons. Kranix, spare me this mockery of justice, which he said just before he slipped off the thing and got fed to the Sharktagons. Um, <coughs> they've also shown you which which face means what in Quintesson uh, Law. So, yeah. so we've, got, we've got doubt, death, wrath, wisdom, and wit. Quite like wit. wit. Wit seems like he might be the least evil of uh, all of the Quintesson faces. We'll see. He looks like a good bloke. Yeah, he does look like a good bloke. Um, and so that's the, there's sort of the, the the figure in packaging up close there. There's a bit of a depth shot of Kranich showing um, showing some of his detail for for an inarticulate figure, and he looks like his arms move, but they don't. Uh, uh, for an inarticulate figure, he's, he's pretty nice actually. You sure he's inarticulate? Like they're not really really stiff joints. Believe me, I nearly pulled the arm off trying to move it. Okay then. <laughs> the, the, the figure is just molded rubber. Oh. There's, there's no no sort of mold, uh, no transformation detail to him. I don't know why he's sort of put together that way, but those arms don't move. There's a good look at the Alicon remolded into the bailiff. Now, there's quite a there's quite a bit of retooling going on here because the there's spikes on the shoulder pads uh, and the head has been has been yes. retooled a bit as well, uh, and of course the color palette has changed significantly. But uh, the the big news is he looks great. Yeah, like, he's gorgeous. He's actually pretty much the highlight of the set. Um, and having having played with this and then tra and transformed him into his alligator mode, which is coming up a bit later, um, like I really like the colors on him. The Quintesson, the Quintesson Judge, the colors are not that different, but this is significantly different to the the retail release. So yeah, no, quite happy with it. Um, and he's got a he's got a staff weapon as well. Uh, there's the prosecutor again, inarticulate figure. Those tentacles definitely don't move. You can see they're all molded into place. The yep. the head does actually swivel left to right, um, but yeah, that's that's all you'll get from the prosecutor. You know, what? that's all you need from the prosecutor though, because the 
the tentacles designed the way that they are, they look like they're moving anyway. They look like they're constantly, constantly moving. Like if you look away and then look back at them, you can't tell if the tentacles moved or not. So I think this is fine. Um, and there's the judge, free from his free from his box and on his little um, blast effect uh, blast effect mat. Um, yeah, the difference between this and the regular retail release of the Quintesson Judge is that this has green tentacles, which are much more cartoon accurate, and I think he has a generally more cartoon accurate color scheme. I think the Earthrise Judge has a darker palette to him and yeah, gray. It's definitely a darker gray on the retail. Uh, yeah. The egg is darker gray. Yeah. And so there's, there's um, the gun. So... The gun was actually, uh, the gun, you might have noticed we didn't actually see the gun in the box when we were, when we were holding it up. Um, the gun was actually inside the judge. Because the judge, if, you, if you've seen any of the other um, like reviews of it, the, the judge's uh, top comes off and there's a cage inside and the, the gun was in the cage. Uh, which is fair mm -hmm. enough, it's a safe place to put it for transport. Um, that is clipped onto one of the, one of the pegs on the uh, tentacle there as well. Okay. And so there's his throne again, different color. It's it's gray on the pit of judgment, and it's green on the retail release. Um, and I couldn't resist. Um, sorry, Inca sent and feed him to the stationery. Yes. Well, <laughs> can can he get can he get away from us? No, he's stationary. <laughs> Come on. <sighs> uh, now, so here let, let's let's talk about. Let's talk about transforming characters that should not transform. <laughs> I, mm, the Quintesson yeah. Judge has what is said to be a jail cell mode. I don't, under, I don't understand how it's a jail cell mode. It's, it's, it's ri ridiculous is what it is. However, a couple of things to point out. The throne, when it's flat, has standard ramp connectors. So you can connect splash down and... Another um, another Earthrise and Siege uh, ramp bots to it. Um, you can open up the cage and put Kranix in the cage, or as I did earlier today or a few days ago, Baby Yoda. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but all, but also like what whatever the fuck this thing is, it is unnecessary. <laughs> Does it also? Is it also the um, the top doesn't actually clip on. It just is yeah. like literally sitting on top of the faces. The top is just sitting there. Yeah. yeah. This is but like that that is that is an unnecessary transformation. And it's 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 weird and it's kind of cool, but it's weird. It I looks can't... like um like if you put that next to um like rocket mode omega supreme, it looks like that will be another rocket sort of off in the distance. It looks like it's a ship, not a jail cell. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway. Um, let's move on from there. There is, of course, a Sharktacon in the pack, and in the little cutie, because Sharktacons are super cute anyway. Uh, he's got a, he's got a darker palette than the Titans Return. Nor he's got sort of a, a nicer, sort of glossy, shiny eyes. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, there's a few different paint apps on it. Now that's that's the diorama that's in the box after you sort of unpack all the um, all the plastic and things from it. So. You can put that on your shelves. I've decided not to because the the high edges on the outside sort of they they do nothing for it in terms of lighting and it casts shadows on other things. I think so. How, how tall is that? Um, like a foot or smaller? Yeah, no, it's about a, it's about a foot tall. Yeah. There's the family portrait. All all five <laughs> figures 
on figures altogether. Mm. Um, and uh, there's there's the the open box in front of another box. So yeah, the, there's multiple pit of judgments hanging around my house because um, uh, obviously I've, I've brought the pit of judgment in, so I'm also the one that's holding the TCCA raffle one as well. Mm. So um, as you can see from the one behind it, whoever wins the TCCA raffle will not have a drunk Cranex. He's standing up properly in the middle of the set. Cool. And uh, tickets are already being sold out, haven't they? Tickets are sold out. Um, now, the, the, the Pit of Judgment is a bit shallow. So as you can see, Sideswipe, uh, Sideswipe has no problems getting out of the pit. <laughs> uh, but uh, Cliff Jumper needs a little bit of an, a little bit of an assist. <laughs> and uh, just an, another shot of some of them there and uh that is the alt mode for alicon now i so i kind of when i took the, these photos originally i forgot to i forgot to transform alicon because i was so enamored with the the set <laughs> i sent i sent the photos to um to uh, uh dame chock who does does the the dame chock reports page i'm like hey here's something you haven't seen and he just he looked at me right back he's like Where's the alt mode for for the Alicon Bailey? I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so I did that the following day. Um, and yeah, there's a so there's a couple, couple of photos of him. There's a photo of him with his uh, staff weapon, and also uh, his tail actually does split apart, and you can take out part of the tail as a weapon. Does he um, have a chomping action, or you know, can you move the uh, jaw? The, yeah, so the mouth the mouth does open and close. It doesn't really show it there. Uh, but yeah, the mouth does open and close, but it doesn't have any kind of spring or anything in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, cool. and there's a look at the uh, the Titans Return Sharktacon versus the Quintesson Pit of Judgment Sharktacon. You can just sort of see the the detail in the paint applications. It's just a little bit nicer on the the Quintesson Pit set. It's not um, the jaw looks like the jaw looks different. Uh, it's probably just where I've put it. Yeah, I, I think for for the Titans Return, one, I just didn't open it up as much. No, I mean this the robot mode face. Oh yeah, the the robot oh. head looks different. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Actually, I you know I didn't I didn't actually notice he he does look a little bit different, doesn't he? Like Nor oh. looks like he's smiling, but the pit of judgment looks like he's got a stern, angry growl on his face. Well, yeah, it looks you're like right. more of a, almost more of a faceplate than. Well, hang on, hang on. I've got I've, yeah. I've got him sitting here, so I think I think what actually happened is that I. Uh, I feel like in that shot, I just didn't actually have the head tilted forward as far. But um, yeah, no, the the head is remolded. Yeah, there's a, the only only a little like some of the spike spike arrangement is a little bit different on it. Um, and he's got he's got wings out the side of his uh, out the side instead of the earmuffs. So yeah, mm -hmm. no, that, that's good. That's a good pickup. I didn't I didn't really pick up on the fact that that was um, that was done a little bit differently. It almost yeah. looks like the color scheme they're going with, like they're sort of trying to evoke like a diaclone sort of look to Nor, even though he wasn't actually a diaclone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting, but um, I I, I don't think I don't, I don't think it's actually that accurate to the cartoon. It's just a, a different no. a different color scheme, which is quite nice still. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's the you, you can really see the difference in the head sculpts there actually. Yeah, so it's. Is the uh, Pit of Judgment a mercenary, or is that a Quintesson faction symbol? Uh, no, that's a, so that's a Decepticon, I think, on him. Um, no, no, on the box. Oh, uh, I think it's a. 
I think it's I'd a mercenary. Just be oh, oh, so, so, you know, so, but there you can actually see it there. Like it's sort of a yeah. mercenary. Yeah. Uh, that, that is one of the things that they said when they introduced the mercenaries is that um, yeah the the Quintessons are sort of the form the mercenary faction or part of. Oh, it. okay. Mm, I might have so, to yeah. hunt this down. So one other one other interesting item that I I um, acquired this week uh, also came from Singapore, where they are currently doing a an Earthrise incentive leader class box. Now, you got to bear with me here. So this is this is the uh, this is artwork from the Netflix series, and so if you buy a leader class siege or Earthrise figure in Singapore from a couple of retailers you'll get this box as an incentive. Now, I wanted this box for a very specific reason, which we'll get to in a minute, um, but that box is large enough to fit one of the Siege of Earthrise leaders inside it, except for the one that I got. Um, <laughs> and so it open, it opens up. Um, and so you can see, like, there's the display window for the, the leader class figure. There's a window above it on the, on the right, which we'll get to in a minute. And then there's this part on the left where in your Earthrise promo box, you've got a promo for Siege. Yep. I'll let that sink in. Um, however, the Siege promo is actually pretty cool. It's a pull-out poster that unfolds into oh, a wow. sort of a trifold design, and um, it's got the it's got the autographs of um, of the car, the voice cast, and the the um, producer. And I don't know who the one on the left. <laughs> I don't know who the one on the left is, um, but uh, they're not. So they haven't actually come along, and these people have not actually come and signed it. It is just a digital print um, mm. of all of their. Um, of all of their their signatures, but that's fine. Like it's still it's still pretty cool to um, get that out as a bit of a promo, and it's really thick. It's it's um, laminate matte matte laminate paper uh, or cardboard as well. So like that will unfold and that will display nicely on a wall. So I'm 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 really quite happy to put that up somewhere. Um, yeah. So the other part of it is the so the the black part the blank part of the box. You see above the uh, toy display on the right. Uh, that is a pin. Now, uh -huh. if, it, if anyone if anyone knows me and my Transformers pins, you can see why <laughs> I went for this box. Yep. <laughs> now, I, so I went for this box because I wanted the pin. Um, I have questions for Hasbro in that why did you do a pin of Earthrise but not Siege? So. I would really like a pin of the Siege logo to go with this because then there'll probably be one for Kingdom as well. However, this is giant. Like, look at the size of this pin compared to Cliffjumper. Like, it's actually it's actually really big. Do you have um, it like on hand, like with you now? I do. Let me um, let me let me take out the uh, the screen share and put myself up. Right. Uh, so here you go. That's whoa. <laughs> That's huge. That is, a, what? that is a huge pin. Now, I will, I, I, as, as much as I am happy to have this pin and everything, there's one part of this pin that is bitterly disappointing to me because yeah. if, if you, you can see my pin board just off the edge in the background, right? Mm. That's the back of the pin. It doesn't, it, it doesn't it doesn't go onto a pin board because it's got a, a, no, a safe edge. So you're yeah, supposed to wear bad. that. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to wear this, right? <laughs> Badge of honor. <laughs> um, so I don't know how I'm going to display this. I don't. Maybe I can get some kind of a hook that will like go into the board and just sort of sit there and 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 hold this up as if it was stuck into the board. I might, I might have to look at something like that. Well, 
we'll see what happens. I'll uh, I'll report back in whenever I get whenever I get around to it. I'll go to um, we do the next show. <laughs> it's about two months. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go to Bunnings and see if I can get like a a small picture hook or something and put two of them into my notice board and just sort of like hang the hang the pin on that. But yeah, it's 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 very disappointing as someone who collects pins to be so there for this pin and then realize, holy shit, I can't actually put it on the board. Mm, I've got an idea, but it'll be yeah, I've got an idea, but it was it's difficult to articulate. So I'll tell you after we've recorded. All right. No, we we, we can do that. Um, so, so look, having having said all that, um, we are running well over time now, so it is time to end the show. There's there's other there's other news to discuss. Obviously, um, we we mentioned but didn't go into the uh, the spin out and cordon uh, generation selects two pack uh, again repaints of um, sort of wheeljack sunstreaker those kind of figures. Um, that's also apparently not coming to Australia. There's a lot of the generation selects and other figures that have been revealed that are not coming here. You're gonna have to get onto an importer or find a site overseas like Oh My Primus that will get them and will ship fairly cheap to Australia and see how you go. You're gonna have to get on the pre-orders pretty soon. Mm -hmm. And so that is it. End of the show. First time we, um, we made it. Yeah, um, we actually started a little bit early tonight because um, Max has to work early tomorrow, and we're ending. We're, en we're ending about the regular time that we normally end. <laughs> <laughs> Our apologies. It just means we'd have ended at like some stupid time if we went, if we went normally. Yeah. So this is true. Um, so thank you for watching, everyone. Uh, we are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, uh, a registered club in Victoria, with the mission of uniting Transformers fans around the country. We do it by engaging the community. We're trying a lot of new things to engage people and, and get some interactivity going in the Facebook group. Uh, so we've got Wednesday night chats going on. Um, we've got a photo competition. We're about to start a new thing called About a Bot where we're going to choose a character and get you to photograph whatever versions of char that character you have in your collection. Um, so we can sort of just get a, get a bit of a look at what the... what what the community has on hand for those for those figures uh, and just a couple of other things like we're trying to we're trying to rebrand the rebrand the group on facebook and sort of make the header images a little bit more lively and a little bit more uh inclusive of uh photographs of people's collections so yeah we'll we'll see where we end up with uh with that over the over the coming weeks um if you would like to join the club, if you like what we do, if you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, please consider supporting the club. You can join for $10 uh, and you can find membership information at transformerscca.com. Um, we keep saying that we're going to be back next week. We might be back next week. There might be a lot of figures revealed. We are expecting a bunch of things to be revealed at what would have been New York uh, New York Comic Con in the next few weeks. I think it's, I think it's still about a... Still, it might be a month away or so, but uh, all there'll of these... be another dump of leaks, probably. <laughs> Let's well, be honest. Well, yeah. there might be another dump of leaks, but I think there'll be another dump of exclusives because we're we're still expecting four more Galactic Collection packs to come out. So it's going to be much to reveal in the next few weeks, and of course, there will uh, probably at New York Comic Con also be the um, official detailing of what the Kingdom line will be. Personally, people people are saying that Kingdom's due for release around December. I personally think it might not make it out until earlier in the new year. We'll see what happens. Well, I think yeah. it depends on how true it is what you were saying about them cutting Earth Rise short. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean look, we, we, we've got the first part of a five-part pack 
coming out in December. I don't think they'll release a new retail line alongside that. We'll yeah, see. I think Earthrise is sort of being sort of cut off. Do you mean Earthrise is not rising? I'm going to punch you so hard right in the knob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that, on that bombshell, it's time to end the show. Yeah, I'm going to throw some shrapnel at you. No, that, that was—I mean—that was mean, man. Like, you know, come on. That's—that's—that's—that's—that's that's, that's, that's nasty. I mean, like, let's go back to let's go back to late show references and everything. Everyone will be happy. <laughs> I've got the paper. There we go. See. All right. Uh, it is time to end the show. Thank you for watching, everyone. If you're watching along with the live show, and a couple of people have been very, very grateful. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, you will find this podcast in your favorite podcatcher of choice and find us on YouTube if you want to watch the video uh, or listen to the downloads. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll be back, yeah, let's say next week, just for shits and giggles. Bye-bye. Find me on Twitch, but bye. Oh, yeah. It actually did come back next week. Uh, yeah, no, the, maybe, 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 maybe the real plot twist is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> uh, you can find, gotcha. you can find, you can find Bradley on Twitch at twitch.tv slash guy 69 Makes you sound more like a secret agent if I say it that way. Well, that's the that's why 0069 came from. So there you go. Yeah. You've oh, caught sorry. on. All right. <laughs> uh, I've caught on. It's only been a couple of years. Thank yeah. you for watching, everyone. Bye-bye. We'll be back in the fullness of time.